Welcome to the Restoring Our City podcast, our platform where we have candid conversations on today's topics to help connect our community. Be sure to check us out at restoringourcity.org, where you can find the latest content. Follow us on social media at Restoring Our City on Facebook and Instagram, and The Rock Podcast on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you, and you can also submit your anonymous questions to us on our website via the Ask Me Anything link. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and also on Spotify, where you can watch the video version of the podcast and answer poll questions and Q&As. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Welcome to the Restoring Our City podcast. We're on with another episode. I'm joined with my fellow co-hosts, Joy Samuel and Jasmine Thomas. What's up, guys? What's up? What up, what up? Not much. Um, but you know what? Every time I turn on the news, it's we're, we're still in January 2022, but it feels like every time you turn on the news, there's another celebrity that died. And you know, it's uh, it's kind of crazy because what I've been seeing lately is, um, as a lot of people probably know, Bob Saget died um, about a week ago. And I don't know, it kind of hit me in a weird way. I don't know how you guys feel about Bob Saget, but that one kind of hit me a little bit. You know, it's like Betty White passed away like, what, two yeah. weeks ago? So they always New say Year's that. Eve. Like, New, Year's yeah, Eve. New Year's Eve. Yeah. So these are like, you know, she's pretty iconic, but you know, they always say that uh, those kinds of deaths happen in three, you know? So when Betty White, I don't know if you guys heard that, like I've heard that. Before. that it's kind of a creepy thing to think about, but you know, they, they say that's the case, but yeah, when Betty White passed away, it was like, yeah. Oh man, you know, like that was, that's pretty iconic, but yeah, Bob Saget, that's Bob that's Saget TV that is. America's dad, apparently. Yeah. Uh, What's really funny is if you if you watch him do stand up or see any of his roasts, you're like, man, your character on Full House and you in person are so different. You're a really good actor. Yes. Yeah. He's like squeaky clean, Danny Tanner. Yeah, no, crazy. not in real life. Um, but it's kind of sad. And not to joke around about somebody dying. Obviously, it's really sad for his family. It's a tragic situation. Um, however, it just got me thinking about this topic of celebrity and and just even our responses to celebrities in this culture of uh, celebrities. So has there been a celebrity death that's impacted you guys that you kind of took a step back and are like, Oh man, wow. I, I didn't realize I'd feel like this. Yeah. It was really weird, but it's, it's almost a year ago uh, or possibly a little bit more that, that Kobe passed away. And I remember it was really funny. We were all at church and we're in the middle of this sort of general body meeting, but a lot less heated than we all might be used to. And we're sitting there and all of a sudden someone's, you know, notification pops up that Kobe passed away. And you just start seeing the reactions across the room. And initially it's like, oh, this is a joke. But later on, you're like, oh my gosh, this is surreal. And it does hit you because, uh, you know, I obviously I, I don't know who Kobe is. I've never met him before in my life. In fact, I probably disliked him more when he was playing, called him a ball hog. But the second he passed, I'm like, wow, this this impacted me in a very like real and like weird way. That's a good one. Yeah, I was going to say Kobe for sure. And then, uh, man, this is like, I don't even know how many years ago, but uh, Paul Walker. 
you know, uh, Ooh, yeah. Paul Walker from yeah, I mean, yeah, I love that nice. whole series. I mean, I thought it was an incredibly cheesy series, but <laughs> I really, I really liked him for some reason in a lot of his movies. And I, I, you know, whenever a celebrity passes away or an athlete passes away, I find myself spending a lot of time reading, watching old interviews with all of them, or like reading what other people say about them on Instagram or Twitter. Like you just get lost into this thing of like, what's everyone's like reaction to it, right? Like, yeah, well, then what are they saying about this person? I think it was the same thing with Bob Saget too. Like, I've never really, you know, I know we started kind of lighthearted on this, but you know, it is, it is sad, right? Like it's unexpected and we don't know the circumstances behind it, but you know, he was someone that I think a lot of us in the nineties ish uh, probably grew up with, you know, and watched those things on TGIF when, and maybe some of us caught some of the new Netflix ones, but yeah, it's, it's just really sad to, to kind of see someone that we think is iconic, but it's funny because I've never met him before in my life. And yeah. only after he passed that I started watching more of his interviews. I think that's so interesting because you both brought up some points that I, I want to dive into. First of all, we've never met these people. I've never met Bob Zaget at backstage behind a show or even in passing, but it's, it's one of those things like Kobe. I saw from the 300 level of the United center looking down, I saw him from far away, but um, man, we've never met these people, but, but joy, you mentioned something. It's like, we've grown up with them. Like there's this frequency. Do you feel like that kind of plays into our emotional attachment with these people? Yeah, I do. I think the fact that we grew up with them, but like, you know, in a case like Kobe, right? Like we were young and we're watching him play ball, right? We're watching these games, we're watching his, you know, post-game interviews and all these kinds of things. And so you just start to like, and then you're, you're watching the news and the scandals and all these different things that come out of it. And you just start to feel like if I was in a room with him and I met him for the first time, I feel like I would know a lot about him, you know? Like yeah. in, in some level, but yeah, I think there is something about you're so ingrained, like from a distance, right? Like there's a difference there, but we're from a distance, we're looking into someone's life that's being documented, like for many, many years, it's hard not to feel like you're a part of that or part of that there's some, yeah, like there's some connection there, even though there really isn't a connection there. Oh, that's interesting. It's like, I, I, I've watched Kobe's entire career from since he was 18 to, you know, unfortunately his passing and just seeing the stuff that he did after basketball with his, his daughter and, and things like that. It's been pretty crazy. Um, and, and Justin, you, you kind of mentioned that, like, we, we don't meet these people, but we still feel a certain kind of way. Right. Um, I don't know if that speaks to our relationships in real life, quote unquote, it's like the frequency and the things like that, that we see people with, and we have this emotional attachment, but, with them, but yeah, celebrities are weird, right? It, it's kind of strange that we feel like we kind of know them, but they don't know us. It's a very one-sided type of relationship, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know, what's more interesting uh, to me is just considering, for example, uh, people like Kobe, I think it's almost like we feel like we know them, but at the same time, the things we know about them seem to be true, right? Like we think he's a workaholic. We think he's, you know, got that mamba mentality, if you will. And everyone seems to affirm that. But then I was uh, actually, while we're talking about celebrity deaths, I was reflecting on Robin Williams passing, right? And you have this guy that is out there and you, you must think, man, this guy's got to be like the happy-go-lucky dude, just considering all his movies and the way that he spread joy. But then you you get 
you take a step back and you see the circumstances of his death uh, with suicide and just the depression, and you're like, wow, you know, I, I thought I knew this person, but I clearly really didn't. And so sometimes when you when you look at those kind of things, it kind of strikes you. It's like, hey, maybe what I think uh, about this person is getting affirmed by the reactions to how they're passing. And maybe sometimes, you know, the flip is actually true too, where it's maybe I didn't know who this person was at all. Are those true relationships? Can like a one-sided fan celebrity be a true relationship? Is there any weight in that? I think that you could, you can be inspired by somebody, you know, like there's a difference there, right? Like there's a difference between knowing someone on kind of a personal level where it's not just what's out there, but it's like you get to know someone in a different context. And then there's like just watching someone from the peripheral, which I, I think happens with a lot of celebrities, and then picking and choosing certain things that we feel like we're motivated by or inspired by, right? Like that's with a lot of athletes, like if it's Kobe's work ethic, if it's Robin Williams' sense of humor, if it's, you know, like whatever that may be, right? Growing up with Bob Saget as like the TV dad, you know, there's that squeaky clean, you know, just the way he is. But um, yeah, I think there's a part of us where we're drawn to like celebrities where we're kind of like, we, we get inspired by them a little bit, but then also, I think there's also a level of just like, we want their life sometimes, right? Like you think about yeah. being a mm-hmm. basketball player and making a lot of money and just traveling and going to games and the celebrity status. And we're like, man, like, I wish I could do that, you know? Yeah. I guess there's like a difference between being a fan and then a stand, right? Like from like Eminem's song, you know, just that guy who goes off the deep end. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's a really great way to look at it too, because we can be inspired by people in our own community, right? Like you see somebody doing some re- something really, really great and you want to emulate them or even kind of absorb some of those traits. I think those are healthy things that we can almost take away from this celebrity type of relationship. You even said something, Jasmine, earlier that made me kind of double take too, because like Kobe Bryant's a great example. Um, well, we grew up in Chicago and I think the early Kobe years, a lot of Jordan Kobe comparisons and it was just drive us insane. <laughs> and I was like, we hated Kobe, but then there's like this point in his career, like, oh my gosh, this guy is really <laughs> like Michael Jordan. And you had this respect for him. But then you also said, once he died, our perceptions changed completely, right? What is it about, I guess, death that does that to us? Maybe even outside of just celebrity, but how does death change our perception of people in general? You know, it's it's interesting um, how, yeah, that's that's a great question. And, you know, even with, with death in general, I think sometimes we're, we're drawn to just think about all the good things about a person, right? Like actively, you, you never want to think of someone that passed away in a bad light. I don't know if it's just something internal to us, but, um, you know, even with, with all these celebrities and all their deaths, I think one of the most interesting things to even ponder is as humans, we might think of just the good or try to just remember the good and think of the, the dead in, in a certain light. But I think, you know, just from like, even like just taking it to like a, a macro level with God, right? Like I think God sees the, the good, bad, ugly all across the board. And it's more interesting to me to, to consider, hey man, one day, like when I die, how is God going to see me, right? Like I could care in some senses less about how y'all see me if I passed away. But what really matters is is that endpoint right there, right? Like you may only think about the good, but man, what does God see everything? What does he think about me? 
that's a weird uh, concept to think that, you know, usually when people pass away, you think about all the great things they did, right? Like, I don't know if I want all my, all the bad parts, <laughs> like, you know, like. Awkward cinema. funeral. Right. It's what like, an awkward well, funeral. Look at this list of Here's joy. a show of all of his sin, just in case uh, anyone needed to balance out the good things that you were thinking about, right? Like. Yeah. And, and then we don't, we might get a clear picture of that person, or we might just get the rosy picture of that person. Right. Um, but it's interesting as you guys were starting to talk about this um, one celebrity that, that kind of hit me in a strange way was Norm McDonald. If you guys remember Norm mm-hmm. McDonald is a comedian. He was uh, notoriously famous for being on weekend update on Saturday night live back in the day. Um, he's kind of a quirky comedian, but he died last year and um, he actually had cancer for, I think, 12 years, but nobody knew that he had mm-hmm. cancer. And so he passed away and a lot of his good friends, when he did pass away, that's when they found out he had cancer. And then I actually went down the rabbit hole, like you were talking about, Bajoy. I just went down the rabbit hole of the interviews because he was uh, one of my favorite comedians. I'd listen to his jokes. They were just absurd weird stuff, sometimes not appropriate, but really random and strange. But in some of these interviews, he would talk about death and he would actually talk to the interviewer and say, what do you think about, you know, what what kind of relationships do you have with people? Like, what if they were dying? Would you even know? He asked that to an interviewer who was actually interviewing him, but it was so strange. And then, you know, you think about it, 2020, hindsight is 2020. And you look back at that interview, he's really talking about himself. You know, you, you kind of get a different glimpse of, of people after they pass away, unfortunately, you know? Yeah. And you know, what's really funny is you, you talked about Norm MacDonald and battling cancer. And the first thing that came to my mind is, is Chadwick uh, Bozeman, right? Where you have this literally budding iconic, right? It, it's so funny to, to see, um, or actually kind of sad, but bittersweet to think about. He had such a short career, but it was truly iconic from the roles that he played but it it seemed that he was just trying to live that life with such purpose um and then you think about it just like you said Jobin in light of his his cancer you start thinking about that period in a totally different way and you just see the 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 work that he put in in a totally different light and it's even more amazing to consider we always say that like after you pass on right nobody cares at that point you know like how much money you made or, or any of those things or how many houses you had. It's, it's just the impact that you've made. And I feel like even with these celebrities, like when Kobe passed away, when, you know, a Chadwick Boseman, all these guys and Bob Saget, no one's like, Oh my gosh, he had, he made so much money during his time or whatever, or I have no idea how many houses or anything that he has. Like it was never about any of that. Like, so even as a celebrity, even as like just regular people like us, at the end of the day, when life is over, right? Like we're, it all gets boiled down to the kind of the same thing now. It's like, how are people remembering the impact that we made, right? Whether it's in the world or to, to someone, in, you know, particularly in our life, but it's not about any of the other things that we tend to chase after. Yeah. And I was going to say, you know, adding on to that concept of, of impact, um, not to throw around another cliche term, but influencers, right? I think these people had influence in our lives. So Jobin, kind of going back to that question, 
is that relationship sort of genuine? Is it true? You know, I don't exactly know how to answer that question, but it's undeniable that these people had influence in um, our lives in one way, shape or form. And, uh, you know, I can't think, I mean, help but think of even Christian celebrities, quote unquote, that have had influence in my own life. There's zero question that I admire them for their thoughts. I admire them for uh, the way that they help me to see the world uh, through the lens of the gospel. But at the end of the day, I, I still don't know them, right? And so when we see some of them fall, it it kind of brings us all again back to reality. But the influence that they have is undeniable. Yeah, I think that's a that's a pretty important point because, you know, just even talking about this topic and why is it important? Why does this connect to community? I think it's because collectively we feel something and is it superficial because it's a celebrity and we don't really know them? No, because I think you guys brought up really good points. There's some lessons we can learn from them and we can really be inspired to do some really good things. And I think it also challenges us finally to leave a legacy. What kind of impact are we making? But then there's some dangers too, right? We can kind of take this, you know, celebrity worship a little too far, right? And I think that's kind of the scary kind of time that we're living in right now because of all these influencers and popularity and fame is so, I don't know, desired by, I don't want to just say the younger generation, by just people everywhere. That could be a, a pitfall, right? For a lot of people. Yeah, we're, we're designed to worship, right? So if it's not going to be God, then we're going to find people to do that. And I think you know, the Christian community is no different. Like you guys were talking about, if we, we elevate preachers and we elevate celebrities, we elevate musicians, all, all the same. And so then when we hear about their humanness comes to light, we're totally destroyed by it, you know, because it's like, we've, we've elevated them so much. Yeah. Just to push back a little bit, you know, I'm thinking to even verses and examples we see from the Bible, including Paul, which said, Hey, follow my example, right? Like follow what I am doing, not just what I'm saying. And I think that that kind of puts a little bit more pressure um, on those within the Christian community, right? Like, I think that is the attitude that we should still have in some ways, like still follow my example, but that elevates us to really make sure, hey, am I being as accountable as I can be, right? Do I have people that are vulnerably calling me out, right? Am I truly becoming more and more like Christ? Because if I am, I think people do need to see those examples. And I think those examples ought to be followed, right? Because we can't go at it alone. But at the same time, um, you know, we can't negate just to your point to Bajoy, like the humanness, right? Like we can't, we is in some senses, we can't put people in pedestals where God ought to be. And at the same time, we also shouldn't completely uh, humanize them to a point where we have no expectations either. It's somewhere in between. Yeah, I think that's a that's a great way to kind of wrap this up too, because you know we it, it's not all just bad, right? Especially if if someone is you know rising to a level of fame and, and influence, especially in the Christian you know, stratosphere. I think there's a good thing in that, right? It can really proclaim the gospel into places that we can't do locally. Um, so I think there's some positive attributes to that. But um, I think this is a really great conversation because, you know, who knows who's next? Um, it's too early in 2022. That's so morbid. But uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to redo that ending. Just kidding. <laughs> when Man, that, every when single week, right? Yeah. Right. 
<laughs> no, I feel like it's there's um there's positives and and concerns to take out of celebrities and just the culture surrounding it. But um, I think it's interesting to kind of mourn for somebody you don't know. I think we just wrapped up virtual church and it's like, hey, can we have relationships with people we just see at a screen? Mm. Or can we have relationships with famous people that we don't even know and and are inspired by? You know, um, just don't take it to some crazy level and stalk their house and peep in their windows and stuff. Um, Guys, I think this is a really interesting conversation. I'd love to hear from the listeners too, to just say, hey, well, who, what, who celebrity death impacted you the most? And is there a lesson that you learned from an actual famous person or a legacy that really inspired you? I'd be curious to see if that shaped your community and in, in your local uh, kind of uh, group of friends and family. So interesting to see that. So thank you guys for jumping on and talking about this. Um, and uh, hopefully we'll not have anyone die for the rest of the year. Yeah, let's pray for it, right? All celebrities stay alive for the next stay couple alive. weeks. Everyone stay alive. <laughs> All right, guys. Talk to you later. All right. Have a good one. Later, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. Check us out at restoringourcity.org. And don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify to get the latest content. The Restoring Our City podcast is hosted by Jobin Verghese, Jasmine Thomas, and Bajoy Samuel. Graphics by Claire Skelly, Alexander Skowalski, and Teresa Studley. Our music is Jazzy Abstract Beat by Coma Media from Pixabay. Thanks again for listening. Thank you.